You'll find my last living will enclosed. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Thursday, May 18th, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Barry at M. Judson Barry on socials. And let's get into today's headlines. Today, it is whack-a-doodle time. I repeat, it is whack-a-doodle time. We're talking about the TikTok sound users are posting when it's goofy o'clock. Then, Twitter asks the age-old question, how do you serve cunt? Can it be served on a train, on a plane in Spain? Can it be served in a box with a fox eating locks? The Social Dose investigates. And finally, for scientific reasons, we need you to give us your phone so we can see your notes app. Don't worry, we just want to judge you based on its contents. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. We'll get right back into the trending news after this break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Oh my God, I'm Paris. And oh my God, I'm Michael, and you're listening to The Social Dose. Michael, let's see what else is new on our timelines, shall we? Yes, Paris, please tell me you've seen how hot Martha Stewart looks in her new Sports Illustrated swim issue. Bitch, you better believe I did. (laughs) Martha is in her MILF era. And I'm going to put this out there, and I want to know what you think about this, Michael. Uh This is a personal theory of mine. As we know, Martha and Snoop, besties. Yes. Also, as we know, Martha's been kind of, you know, slutting it up a little bit lately. She's been much more sexy than we've ever known Martha Stewart to be, and I'm obsessed. I think at some point, Snoop blew her back out, and now she's a new woman. What do you <gasps> think? Oh my gosh, I I love that theory. I love that theory for her and him. I love that theory for I both of too. them. I've shipped them for a while. Let the record show, besties, Snoop Dogg is famously married happily, but that does not discredit my personal headcanon. I love this new Martha that we've had since she emerged from prison. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that she's just owning this. Like, and on social media, she's two Instagram accounts, like the official one and then the fun one. And I love her her little... Yeah, and I love her little (laughs) behind the scenes. She did a little video that she posted the behind the scenes of this shoot where she's like, 10 outfits, 10 bathing suits, hair up, hair down. And she's just like giving your like puss face to the camera. It's as if you trained her for this, honestly. Honestly, and here's the thing. She's 81 at this point and she looks so good. She's the oldest person to ever cover Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, which like already iconic. But Uh I'm just like, damn, Martha, I don't know. I guess I'll say better late than never, because I feel like we could have gotten here a lot sooner in her career. I'm curious to see now, like, what's Paula Deen going to do? I saw a response to somebody who's like, okay, Paula Deen, you next. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. On that note, let's get into the top stories. Cancel all your plans, call out sick from work, and get weird. It's wackadoodle time. The wackadoodle sound has been trending on TikTok, but okay, what exactly is wackadoodle time? Paris, is this a Lisa Renna thing? 
Michael, of course it's a Lisa Rinna thing. One of my personal <laughs> fave housewives, Ms. Rinna, has a trending audio on TikTok currently. The sound sounds like this. It's whack-a-doodle time. It is whack-a-doodle time, which is very relatable. And obviously, the users on TikTok agree. The clip originates from a moment on Beverly Hills, Housewives, uh, where she's in the car talking to Kim Richards ahead of the iconic dinner table scene that's been memed to oblivion. Beast, how dare you? That one, you all remember. (laughs) As of now, the sound currently has almost 50,000 videos attached to it, uh, and it just started trending about a week ago, so you are hot on the scoop, listeners. Uh, But really, what is wackadoodle time? How do we apply this to a video that we want to make? Basically, it's anytime you have like a cute little unhinged moment, or like maybe it's a regularly scheduled unhinged moment. (laughs) Perhaps it's the six minutes between classes when you can see your friends. Or maybe it's when you have the house to yourself and you start dancing in the mirror. Whack-a-doodle time can strike at any time. Michael? Okay, what high school did you go to where you had six minutes between classes? We had like two and a half and we were sprinting from class to (laughs) class. That's actually true. With like... Our giant backpacks full of all of our books that, you know, the books wrapped in brown paper from our grocery bags. And, like, we looked like little turtles rushing from class to class. What? Who had six minutes? I don't know. I just read what was written. Michael, (laughs) take us into some of these wackadoodle time videos, shall we? Yes. Okay. The one that I related to the most is from user at Stassi Mommy who she does it when she's getting into bed at night. And it's wackadoodle time. It's her getting into bed. She's showered. She has her best PJs on. And she's getting in and she's going to scroll through TikTok for the foreseeable future instead of going to sleep. (laughs) Like She even has an adjustable bed. Like To watch her bedtime process is amazing. She like climbs in. She adjusts the bed. It like rises up to the perfect incline. And she's like, mm, and tucks in for like an hour or so of TikTok scrolling, which is exactly what I do. Every night I do this where I'm like, I should be asleep. But instead I'm scrolling through TikTok and Instagram for a long time. And I'm not alone in this. Like at Lids who said, freshly showered, nice PJs, candles on, movie on in the background, snacks, an ice cold water bottle on the bedside table while scrolling through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that doesn't seem that wackadoodle, to be quite frank. It seems pretty That's tame. True. Well, I guess it depend on depends on what's on your for you page. It could be pretty wacky. No, <laughs> <That's> okay. <true. laughs> the one that got me good was from a user named Rip Diff, who said, "Me as soon as I lo- oh God damn it, these videos are too. Fr- okay, listeners, these videos that we're talking about, once again, they're super freaking short. And why did I say freaking? They are very fucking short, and you have to read the text several times to understand what it says. So it's another really easy way to get tons of views on your quick little videos with a wall of text. Uh-huh. This one from user Rip Diff says. Me, as soon as I log off my corporate nine to five and can be a teenage girl again, in parentheses, I'm 22. And then it's just her like bouncing around her house in her PJs at her like work from home job. And that is very relatable to me, Michael. In fact, every time we finish recording this podcast, I too get to be a teenage girl again. And it's wackadoodle time. <laughs> uh, if that's what wackadoodle time is, then that's roughly 18 hours of my day. Like, I feel like I have yet to grow up. Like, I'm the epitome of Peter Pan syndrome. So if that's, if dancing around in your PJs is wackadoodle time, that's, that's the majority of my day. Like, I am in pajamas right now. Mm, Sitting okay. on an Instapot in my bathroom. As I should, the level of unprofessionalism. Far too much. <laughs> I know. Just making my mom proud. Um, I feel like, honestly, wackadoodle time is more of like a state of mind, you know? Yeah. It can be anything to anyone. 
That's true. I like the one from at Haven the Stallion who had her melatonin wackadoodle time. And oh on God, the, the, giant the video, that it says that time of night that you get to bite <laughs> off of the giant melatonin gummy. And it's because her, her Ollie melatonin uh, bottle was in her car and she lives in Oklahoma and it was it's hot. So it all <laughs> melted into the shape of the bottle. But she managed to get it out and it's like perfectly shaped like a giant bottle shaped gummy of melatonin. <laughs> and it's just her like with crazy eyes biting into it. It's just, oh, it brought me such joy. This is wackadoodle energy for sure. Just like taking an indiscriminate sized bite out of a melatonin gummy that you just like keep by your bedside, probably like wrapped in a damp paper towel so it doesn't dry out, I imagine. (laughs) Yeah, and she kind of looks like Amy Poehler. Oh yeah. Does she? To me. It it was giving Amy Poehler. Anyway, what did Ollie say? I could see that. They came in, obviously, because any time a brand gets mentioned... Actually, they weren't even mentioned in this. They were just referenced. And they still came out of the woodworks to show their thirsty, desperate-for-money asses. And they said, DM us, and we can help you out. No more walk-a-doodle time, please. And yes, they wrote waka. They didn't write waka because they don't get it. They're out of touch. They're a brand, and they should be abolished from this planet. Although the comment made me think of Waka Waka, (laughs) the Shakira song, and it made me really happy. I was like, Waka yeah. Waka, hey, hey, like wrong Waka Waka Ollie. Sorry. Unless Waka Flocka Flame is secretly running the Ollie TikTok account, I won't allow for this. <laughs> I like that at Neely called them out on it. That was like, they told your ass to stop that shit. Like, I love, you know, when they're just like, <laughs> girl, even the brand was like, calm down with that mel- giant melatonin gummy. <laughs> Listen, it's Ollie's fault. Those gummies are always melting. Like, even when we lived in Miami, I would leave them in the house. And just because of the humidity of, Living in Miami, they would just fuse together into one almost completely unusable gummy chunk. <laughs> well, what I'm learning today, friends, is that recording this podcast is my wackadoodle time, honestly. <laughs> really? This I is feel it. like mine is like, you ever like go to bed with your partner and like you're both kind of in like a silly giggly mood and like it's supposed to be bedtime, but you keep like talking and laughing in the dark? Oh, Yes, that that's that's a good example of wackadoodle time. That's my wackadoodle time. I feel like that's when Brian is trying to sleep and I'm really hyper, so I just keep bothering him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I it's always like one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor guy, and he wakes up so early, and it's always me that's oh. annoying him. Yeah, I know. He has the patience of a saint, and I have the attention span of a fruit fly. <laughs> All right, we'll get back into these timelines after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Oh, I'm Paris. Oh, and I'm Michael. And ooh, it's the social dose. Ew, Michael, let's refresh our timelines. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, riddle me this. How do you serve cunt in a podcasting way? Do you host a show called The Social Dose? Well, we give it the old Harvard try. I don't know if we're serving cunt, but we're serving something. People across Twitter are trying to find ways to serve cunt for their own various reasons. The Social Dose has the cunty scoop. Yes, that's true. And listen up, all of our besties and moms that listen to this podcast. The word cunt has actually been reclaimed, so no need to wince in pain. Mm -hmm. It's actually a powerful feminine word now. We have reclaimed it. The gays and the girls, mostly Erica Jane, honestly, uh, really Mm -hmm. pioneered the renaissance of the term cunt. And on Twitter, they've really been loving it. And it's been all over my timeline on Twitter this week, is how do you serve cunt in a blank way? And it was normally like... How do you serve cunt in a sexy way? How do you serve cunt in a fun way? And then Twitter really went off the rails as they so often do. For example, one that I recently saw. How do you serve cunt in a God-honoring way? Which right (laughs) off the bat, we're in blasphemy territory and I'm ready to find out how. One of the tweets was from Lexi the Leo. And obviously when you think, how do you serve cunt in a God-honoring way... Rihanna at the Met Gala during the Heavenly Bodies season, looking like a sexy little pope giving leg in Louboutin. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And and it's this particular photo that they shared with also the, the shoulder, the, like, glance mm. over the shoulder, where mm-hmm. the coat is just covering the bottom of her face, so you're just getting the mm-hmm. eyes. Ugh, oh, yeah. That, to me, is the epitome of what this entire trend is. It's Contagia. like, that is how you serve cunt, like, on a staircase, at a gala, dressed as the Pope. Like, that just, that fills in every single blank possible, mm-hmm. is Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Like, if ever you want to learn how to serve cunt, it's her. I'm actually going to challenge this being God-honoring, because it more feels like she's coming for God's gig. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I think you're a thousand percent right. Um, there's also the one from at Mish Deluxe, who brought back the AI Pope in the puffer in the Balenciaga puffer jacket. That's another good way to serve cunt in a God-honoring mm-hmm. way is a Balenciaga Pope. That is definitely God-honoring. If anyone's doing it, it's the fake AI Pope in Balenciaga. I think my favorite one is from at Biz underscore Socks, who said, how do you serve cunt in a way supports public transportation? I think it's supposed to be in a way that supports public transportation, (laughs) but here we are. (laughs) Um, You did your best, Biz Socks, but also this brought me such joy. (laughs) I don't mean to be the grammar police, but here I'm I'm over 30, so that's what we do. Just omit the, <laughs> the typo and just say what it's supposed to say. No, people should be held accountable. Um, <laughs> pretend there's no typo. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will not. This Maybe they meant it like that. Who knows? Maybe I'm roasting them unnecessarily. Um, okay, <laughs> let's get into the examples of this. Beginning with the one, the famous picture of Meryl Streep on the subway that was shared from Jane Huffman. 
And it's Meryl Streep in the 70s riding the subway. And she's looking super cute in a little floral dress with a little gray handbag on the gnarliest looking 70s subway train you've ever seen. And she just looks so cute I've and happy. I've never seen this photo. She looks so <laughs> you good. It? It's an iconic no. picture. Yeah. She, young Meryl looking all cute and springy on a busted looking subway train. She's definitely serving cunt on that public transport, too. She's like, listen, this knows I was born with it and you're going to learn to love it. <laughs> Michael, the one that I saw that made me think of you, and I actually sent this to you, was how do you serve cunt in a way that supports public transportation? And it's Judy Garland on that. I don't know what this is from, actually, but I know it's the thing where she's like, bang, 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 went the trolley. And I was like, oh, that's so Michael. You got it. It's the trolley song from Meet Me in St. Louis. Clang, 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 went the trolley. Ding, 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 went the bell. <laughs> zing, 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 went my heartstrings. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I loved this one. And she, she is also serving cunt on a trolley train. That is, is. that is also how you do it. That barrel bang. Oh, iconic. Yeah. The structure involved in keeping that hair up. That whole movie. Oh, my God. And she was such a badass in that movie. There's, like, you know the song, um... Oh, the famous Christmas song that she does in that movie. Anyway, we won't go into it. I saw okay. uh, a post from at 510's very own that I feel like you would appreciate. And it? it's from Janet Jackson's music video for I Want You. And it's her going and getting on a bus and driving <laughs> away. And if also, if anyone can serve cunt on a bus, it's Janet Jackson. It's Janet Jackson. Absolutely. Right? Janet Jackson yeah. can serve cunt doing anything. Okay, so what we're learning is just, like, the best people to serve cunt on public transportation are just gay icons. It's people that are already able to serve cunt in any circumstance. Like, if you're going to raise the stakes and make it a challenge to serve cunt, like, while supporting public transportation or, like, being patriotic, you're going to need your heavy hitters. You're going to need your people that are consistently serving cunt on a regular basis because they're the only ones that are going to be able to reliably come through on that challenge. Yeah. Speaking of patriotic, that was the next one. Did you see the ones, how to serve patriotic cunt? (laughs) <laughs> yes. I also love how, like, some of these are just like, how do you serve cunt in a blank way? And everyone's like, let's ask her. Like, this tweet yeah. <laughs> from Ocean Boulevard Vinyl that says, ask her. And it's Lana wrapped in her American flag from her, like, born to die era. And I was like, that was, like, the most patriotic and cunt anything has ever been, I think. When Lana was oh, in yeah. her, like, real Americana era. Oh, a thousand percent. Besties, how do you serve cunt? We want to know. Tell us at the socialdosepodcast.com. Leave a message, write in to us, and let us know. We need some tips over here, honestly. I can occasionally serve cunt, but not consistently. What about you, Michael? Oh, I think I rarely do. Or, well, it depends on how you define <laughs> it. If serving cunt is sort of like trying to walk in a cool way and then tripping and stumbling, then yes, I do it all the time. <laughs> There are only two things you need to know on Earth, listeners. Never speak ill of Queen Dolly Parton, and never look at a girly's notes app. That's right, Paris. But despite our warnings, there is an ongoing trend of people sharing images of their notes app on TikTok. Yes, and from the looks of it, people of TikTok are going to need some reorganization of their brains. Michael Judson Berry with more. Yes. Uh, This trend is usually set to the sound of Coconut Mall from Mario Kart Wii. If you've ever played it, you will very much recognize the sound. It's music that plays in the background. Great song. What? Great song. Anyway, it's the music that plays in the background when you race the second track of the Flower Cup. 
Paris knows what that means. Um, it's Coconut Mall. It's the Coconut Mall song. Okay, sorry. I don't play. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a gamer. Although I just read a really great book about gaming called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Highly recommend it. Anyway, I digress. The Girlies Notes app look into the inner mechanisms of their minds. Uh, they cover everything from poop tracking to messages they'll never send to their exes. Like really fun glimpses into the inner psyche of these people. It's absolutely hysterical. And I recommend you all share your notes apps now to this Mario yeah. Kart song that I'm not familiar with. I honestly didn't realize how much of a glimpse into your psyche your notes app is because it's all like fragmented thoughts and like weird partial ideas and like just odd stuff. I think the finest example is from at Sea Urchin on TikTok who just shared yes. all of her notes apps pages and they are hysterical. <laughs> like she had one that was use these pictures at my funeral. And it's just like various pictures that she wants in her funeral. <laughs> she did one, her Christmas list and it's just picnic kit. That's it. Just a picnic <laughs> kit. Uh, poems. I don't recognize these hands, these feet, this body. She is his, not mine. Like, how dark. <laughs> what? And then her diarrhea journal. The best was her diarrhea Ugh. journal. She It just says Friday, diarrhea. And then multiple times from 1.42 p.m. until 4.15 p.m. There's a brief break in the middle where it says eight oatmeal. But then it continues <laughs> on. And there's eight different things. Like this poor girl, her stomach was, was not happy day. that day. Yeah. One note, literally just the word 10. Just 10. No one knows what that but means. But then also like... It's so relatable to like feel like this is something you should be keeping track of. Like on a day where you're like, I think I might be dying. Let me just like log this in case I need to give it to a doctor and I can be like very <laughs> precise. And then the diary goes away and then you forget that this note even exists until you go back into your notes app and you're like, oh, what the hell was I on? <laughs> <laughs> and there was the great comment that was like, I'm dying. If you don't have at least one emo poem in your phone, I question your humanity, which makes me think Honestly, I need yes. to go write an emo poem. No, I have two notes on my phone that are just emo poems. Wait, for real? <laughs> yes. Of course you do. But I think they're actually pretty good. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. My problem with my notes is that, like, I use the notes a lot and then I delete them, though. Like, I feel oh. like I'm that person. I, I use notes a lot for my lists, like my grocery lists and stuff, and then I delete them mm. as I go. So Interesting. Okay. So, Michael, now that we've seen some examples, let's get into our notes app. So our producers asked us to submit anonymously some notes. Well, not anonymously, but we haven't seen each other's notes. <laughs> yeah, uh, separately. We're just going to judge them. We're going to judge them and see the mental state of the person behind them. <laughs> yes, I love this game. Yes, our, our, our brilliant social scientist came up with this. And I, I haven't gotten to see your notes yet. And I can't wait. We're going to start with yours. Um, <laughs> okay. Um... You have one here that says the top five ugliest words. This must mm -hmm. run from one of your top five videos. Right? But you have ointment, chunk, mm. ugly, dump, crumple. Crumple. They're so ugly. Crumple is the ugliest <laughs> word. And ointment, because listen, I, I also use my, my notes app for like my TikTok top fives and whatnot. But this was like an idea because all mine are always so positive. And I was like, what if I did top five ugliest things? And then I was like, what would the ugliest words be? So this is that. <laughs> That's a good one. But underneath it, it just says, hey, it's Emily Rada here. Now, I love my coffee, but sometimes I just crave something different. Is this one of the poems? <laughs> no, this is the exact cadence in which Emily Ratajkowski reads the ad that plays sometimes on our show. <laughs> 
it's my friend and I laugh about it all the time. So I was like sending him a voice message and I was like, I need to write down the cadence because she really comes on and goes, hey, it's Emily Ratajkowski here. Now, I love my coffee, but sometimes I just crave something different. And it's like an ad for an energy drink or something. I honestly don't know, but it's so low energy that it cracks me up. Emily is iconic for that. Also, what's this one that just says, hmm, HM? And then it goes, hmm, huh, ah, hey, hmm, okay. Oh God, it's that guy with the cult. Explain (laughs) this, please. Please explain yourself. This is Anne Hathaway's leaked audio video. <laughs> I wrote down all the all the mouth movements she makes so I could know when to like make a sound when dubbing over it. And then originally I was going to refer to, uh, who's that gross guy with the blue eyes in the cult? Jared Leto. That was going to be uh-huh. the ending line of that video. Was, oh God, it's that guy with the cult. <laughs> but I like that you wrote out the sounds, like phonetically. Hmm. You're like, mm. Mm. Huh. Ah. Huh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> So this is Paris language. At yes. What is the one that's just a stick figure drawing with a woman with sort of whoop-de-doo hair and it just says Sutton at the bottom written like a serial killer? <laughs> like this, so, seriously, you look like a serial killer and this is the next woman you're going to kill. It's poor Sutton. Is that Sutton Foster? Are you coming for her? No, it's not Sutton Foster. One time when Dwight and I were on the plane, I was like, I bet I could draw Sutton Strack from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I drew her because she always is in like a really boxy dress with a flippy haircut and skinny legs. Oh, Listeners, you know I'm going to post this this photo so we can all see how accurate this illustration of Sutton is that I did. Now that you say that, this actually is quite accurate. Well done. Who knew you were such Isn't a great it? artist? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man of so many talents. Right? Wait, what's this VGC? And then a very long list of things. I would list the, uh, read them all, but there's a lot. So this is my competitive Pokemon team. Okay. <laughs> this is the, the the spread for my competitive Pokemon team. You can see I have a Pelipper holding a damp rock with the ability Drizzle and the moves Hurricane, Hydro Pump, Wide Guard, and Tailwind. Uh, competitive Pokemon requires a lot of math and planning. So that's what uh-huh. this is. <laughs> Mind you, I'm not good at all. This is the most Capricorn <laughs> note I've ever seen. Like, I, did, I knew nothing about astrology until... I got to know you better. And now that I know you and you to me are what a Capricorn is, this list makes total sense for something that you say you're not even good at. And it's the most organized list I've ever seen on a note. Thank you. (laughs) My team actually performed better than I thought it would that season. Oh, well done. Thank you. Michael, let's get into your notes. Okay. Uh, I'm most excited for this. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay, which one? Let's see. Ooh. Okay, this one says the social dose links. Barney's plastic surgery goes wild on social. And then there's a couple links. Instagram announces GIFs. Okay, this looks like just notes that you made for the podcast. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, this is this okay. is not fun or exciting. It's just my notes from, I think, our first episode. Well, it's beautifully organized, Michael. For somebody who claims to be not as organized, this is very well done. Thank you. I've learned a lot from the Container Store's Instagram page. <laughs> this is the container store as a note app note. Basically. Okay, yes. next one. This okay. one's great. The title, Target. The body text, dessert. Yeah. <laughs> it was a grocery list and dessert <laughs> Dessert was the one thing we didn't end up getting. Uh, I went to Target Wait. with a whole list of things and then they didn't have any good desserts. So I didn't delete it because we didn't buy it. 
Okay, so wait, you're saying when you use these for lists, like you're actually like checking things off on your notes app lists. Yeah, I, I delete it as I go. Like if I go to the grocery store and I need asparagus, I write out asparagus. And then when I put it in the basket, I stand there and I delete it from the list. So that when wait, I look Michael. at the list, it just keeps getting smaller. Okay, one, try using the reminders app to do that because it automatically gets rid of stuff once you check them off. Okay. And then you can reveal them all again next time you need to go shopping. Two, there's also a feature on the notes app in the bottom left where you can make like a bulleted list that allows you to make little check marks as well. So you don't have to delete stuff, but you can mark what you have and haven't gotten. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I personally you. use reminders because I feel like it's more intuitive, but I'll, I'll give you a okay. little tutorial after. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, next one. This one's interesting. Oh, I know what this is probably. This says uh-huh. Greek phrases. I like the ouzo, not the brand. Greek. To uso oxy e marca. I imagine this is probably some excerpt from a Moira video you've done. Is that right? Yes, that I was going to do. I was going to do Shit's Greek instead of Shit's oh. Creek. <laughs> and I was going to do an entire Wait. sketch. I was going to do a whole sketch <laughs> of the Shit's Creek characters, but do the whole thing in Greek. And Michael, you have to do this. Dress this is Greek. And I was like, it's Shit's so Greek. So good. And my friend Jason is from Greece. And so he uh, he translated. I, I went to him. I was like, pick your favorite, most iconic Schitt's Creek phrases. We, we yeah. both, well, we collaborated on it. And then I was like, would you translate them for me? I was doing this actually while we were filming Worst Cooks in America. This is one of the ones really? I was going to do while we were doing Worst Cooks. That Greek episode. And, I got a, that's what inspired this was we had to make oh Greek, Greek food. And I was like, oh my God, shit's Greek. So he <laughs> took the time to translate all of these for me. But then what happened was we got on FaceTime and he was like, okay, so here's how you say it. And he was like, ox the like he was giving me full Greek lessons. And yeah. it was so hard to pronounce these, all of these words. I was like, no, I'm, I, this is beyond my capability. I've never seen Greek written, but it does seem very challenging. Now I fully understand that phrase. Like, well, it's Greek to me. Greek is hard, y'all. Like, <laughs> it's very difficult. Okay, but Michael, you really should muscle through it and make this video because <laughs> Shit's Greek is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life and I need you to do it. It sounds so funny. Okay, fine. I'm glad. This is why I didn't delete this note because I thought maybe one day yeah. I would I would mm-hmm. circle back to this. Stop being a disgruntled pelican in Greek is great. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Wait. <laughs> okay, this last note from Michael. It might be the most Michael note ever. It just says, pettifogging, colon, and then nothing. <laughs> Michael, this feels like a fake British word that you looked up to add into your vocabulary. What is pettifogging? Pettifogging. No, it was actually a word that Catherine used on Schitt's Creek, and now I can't remember what it means. I can look it up real quick. But um, actually, better yet, friends, if you know what pettifogging means, let us know at the (laughs) socialdosepodcast.com. Yeah, I don't know what the rest of this was. It's just pettifogging, colon, nothing. Like, I don't know what the rest of this was supposed to be. (laughs) I don't know. Welcome to my brain. (laughs) My brain is like a Ryan Murphy show. It gets off to a really strong start, and then, like, no one knows where it goes after that. All right. Well, we all want to know how weird all of you are. Please, friends, if you have any fun, crazy notes in your notes app, screenshot them and send them to us at thesocialdosepodcast.com, and we will read them out here because this is one of my new favorite trends, and I need it to be bigger because I think these notes are absolutely hysterical. 
Yeah. And the deeper you go, the more weird your old notes are. Like, if you have really old notes, send them, Bestie. Send them to the socialdosepodcast.com. Especially the ones where you can't even remember what state of mind you were in at the time and you have no idea what you wrote. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, and don't forget to catch up with us on our socials, besties. Leave us messages at thesocialdosepodcast.com. If you write in, we might read it out loud, or you can send a voice message of your own for us to play. Now, with that being said, I need to go post my gorgeous drawing of Sutton Strack and tag her. All right, and I'm about to go whack-a-doodle-doo. How do you like that, Paris? <laughs> That's how you whack-a-doodle. <laughs> how, do you, how do you whack-a-doodle-doo? I'm going to go give it a whirl. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. Pray for my mental state. The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.